Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Professional DNA Podcast. This is Tariqa Wheeler, your career and mindset strategist, and I'm so happy that you have joined me for yet another episode. You know, last week we talked about, um, you know, what are the real reasons why you're feeling stuck in your career? And if you're listening to these episodes in order, it was a pretty uh, deep discussion and really getting at some of the heart of the matters for why as high achieving professionals, we can get to a place where we just feel stuck. So we're going to be building upon that in this episode and some episodes to come because I want to start digging into areas that deal with fear and that deal with confidence because so many times it's the fear that we harbor and the lack of self-confidence that we we don't have that we have um, that really hinders us from moving forward so today I'm going to talk about five strategies for overcoming fear throughout your career that's right we're talking about one of the toughest subjects as individuals but definitely as professionals and that's dealing with these issues of fear so I hope you're ready if you don't have a notebook yet and you've been listening to professional DNA let me tell you I need you to get one and I've got something exciting coming up in the next month or so to where if you don't have one I'm going to give it to you, okay? I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you in that space. But I want you to get a notebook, get a piece of paper, grab your tablet, grab your phone. If you're listening to me while you're on the go, you know, make some mental notes because I really want to get at this issue of fear and how you can overcome fear throughout your career so that you can push forward and advance and get to the desired success that you deserve, okay? So lock in. We're going to go all in on fear today. We're going to talk about ways that you can um, overcome it. And I'm ready. Are you guys ready? Let's go. All right, achievers, let's jump right in. And yes, I said achievers. I want you to know and I want you to internalize that you are a high achieving professional. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can want more you can do more and you can have more and there's nothing wrong with that. So I am referring to you and you'll see this shift in upcoming episodes in social media on my web properties, Achievers, because I want you to achieve absolutely every single thing that you desire. Okay. So, all right, my Achievers, let's jump in. Five strategies for overcoming fear throughout your career. That's what we're talking about today. And I want to start with um, an acronym. So you guys know I love quotes. I talk about that all the time. I love a good quote. I feel like, you know, using words in such a strategic way. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Um, And I also love poems. But today we're not talking about quotes. We're not talking about poems. Um, We're going to talk about acronyms. And I want you to think about the word fear. And I feel like fear has two meanings if we look at it as an acronym, okay? The first is forget everything and run. Have you ever had that feeling where you're just ready to forget it all, turn around, exit stage left and take off running? Okay. So I feel like that's the first meaning of fear. And that's the one that probably comes to us a little naturally when we're thinking about areas that we are, uh, we feel a little scared or, you know, we have this uh, innate deep fear for. Okay. But then there's another meaning of fear. And that is, Face everything and rise. Face everything 
and rise. And that's where we should be striving to be. Okay. And I say striving because I know if we're all just real and transparent, we all have a little bit of fear inside of us. Okay. So I don't, I don't want to pretend that fear does not exist, but it's how we go about managing fear. It's how we go about um, tackling and confronting fear is what really matters. Okay. So again, there's number one, forget everything and run. (laughs) I know we've all been there. And then there's what I want you to strive for. And I want you to write this down, put it on a little post-it note, stick it on your uh, monitor, on your phone. um, And maybe if if it's at your desk or such, somewhere on your wall, um, on your mirror in the bathroom, you know, put this into your daily affirmations where you're speaking positively to yourself. And I want you to write face everything and rise face everything and rise. So that's where we're going today. Okay. I want to get you to a place where you can face everything and rise. Look, I've been in a place where it's all about forget everything and run where, you know, there's been times in my professional career that I thought I was ready for something. And I just had to turn the other direction because the thought of not rising to the occasion, the thought of failure would just just overcame me so much. And I took off running the other direction, not literally, but I definitely didn't accept the challenge. I didn't accept the task. Now I am in a place of, I face it all. I'm ready to face everything. What is for me, what is positioned in front of me? And if it aligns with my purpose and my core and personal values, I'm ready to take it on. And there may be some bumps and challenges along the way, but I'm ready to face it And know that on the other side of that thing, I'm going to rise. And that's where I want us to be. That's where I want us to be. And I want to get there together. So we are not going to waste any time because I got a lot to cover today. And I want to be sure we get it all in. And so we're going to go through these five strategies. All right. Let's start with number one. Let's start with number one. So number one is analyze the fear. Strategy number one out of these five strategies for overcoming fear throughout your career. The first one is to analyze the fear, analyze fear itself. Here's the thing about fear. It's real. Fear is a real emotion. And I actually was reading um, some research that was done around the emotion and feelings of fear. And I read that as humans, we are actually wired with only two fears. We're actually wired with only two fears, the fear of loud noises and the fear of falling. And that we are kind of somewhat programmed to have those fears to keep us safe. How crazy is that? And if you think about that, you know, even when we were uh, infants and toddlers, if you just look at an infant and toddler now, what do they react to very quickly? Loud noises, unless you just got that perfect little baby (laughs) who just sleeps through anything, but it startles them, right? Um, or the fear of falling. If you see something at, you know, large heights and you look over, I don't know about you, but I get like a whole tingling feeling over my body or, um, you guys, many of you know, and if you're listening for the first time, you know, here's a little bit more about me, but I'm from Texas. And one of the things that we see a lot in Texas is these flyovers and you've got like multiple layers of highway and it is up so high in some of the areas in the state of Texas. And just driving over them can just send a tingle all over your body because you're just up so high. And so essentially what the writer was saying was that we're kind of programmed as humans 
to have these two fears to keep us safe, okay? If this is all to be true, okay, this means that likely all other fears are learned. If his, if, if what the writer is saying is to be true, which I definitely can see a lot of evidence that it is, then all other fears that we experience throughout our personal and professional lives are learned, okay? They are triggered by some life experience, some experience we've had along our uh, personal journey, some experience we've had along our professional journey. And when something similar occurs, it invokes that feeling of fear again. You guys tracking with me? It's these experiences that we have gone through that we have learned and added additional fear programming to ourselves. That when something similar occurs, we react to it with this emotion of fear. So when we talk about this first strategy and analyzing the fear, the first thing to do when you're trying to overcome fear, guys, is you got to call it out. You have to analyze it and call fear out. You ever um, watch things like, uh, I know I'm totally dating myself right now, but like dance battles or movies that have dance battles in them and they're calling each other out and like bringing everybody to the floor. That's what you got to do with fear. You got to call fear out and you have to shine a light on the why. Why do you feel this way? What is it really all about when you're fearful of something? Okay, so for example, and, and here's something, here's the kind of a, a cadence that I want you to think through and how you can analyze something that you have this feeling of fear, okay? So this is the part, notebooks out, pens up, ready to go, okay? So let's, I want you to say to yourself or kind of write this down, or maybe if you journal, which, oh, I can't wait to dig into journaling because it's such an amazing tool and it's it's been incredibly powerful in my life, but we're not going to go there today. It's another day. But here's what I want you to write down. And I want you to think through when you're analyzing fear. Number one, I want you to say, you know, I am afraid of fill in the blank. Call it out. What is it that you're actually afraid of? You have this feeling of fear, but what's the problem? What's the problem? From a professional perspective, you know, in our careers, are you afraid of getting fired? Are you afraid that the idea that you bring to the table is not going to be good enough? What is it? that is giving you this feeling of fear. The second thing I want you to think about is this fear is caused by fill in the blank. Okay, this fear is caused by fill in the blank. You know, I'm not sure if I bring value. This fear is caused by I'm not sure if I'm performing well. Right, so we've called it out and we've said what we're afraid of Now we're saying where the fear is coming from. I feel this way because what? What past experience or what present experience am I drawing from where this fear is coming from? Okay, you guys with me? You guys with me? All right, the third question that I want you to ask yourself or the third kind of thing I want you to think about is as a result of not dealing with my fear, I am what? So by continuing to be feeling um, this fear, 
what is that costing you? Because fear is expensive. Let me tell you, fear is expensive. So what is it costing you as a result of not dealing with this emotion, dealing with this feeling of fear? What is it costing you? So is it, I'm anxious. I am stressed out. I am less productive. I am angry, right? How is it making you feel? How is it making you respond and interact with others? So you're you're telling yourself the story and we're getting to the root of the fear, right? We're analyzing it. We're calling that thing out for what it is. All right, cool. I hope this is good for someone. And then once you've been able to do this, the last thing that I want you to say is if I take an effective and a confident step, then fill in the blank. And that one's probably the hardest one to do when you're analyzing fear, because now it's making you fast forward and say, if I deal with this, if I deal with this issue of fear, if I deal with this challenge, where is that going to take me? So you may say, I will be in a better place. I will have a better quality of life. Um, I will learn more about how I can advance in my career, whatever it may be. But do you see how, and I started with this one for a reason because it's the biggest one to tackle. But once you can begin to call fear out for what it is, man, it is a game changer for overcoming your fears. Oh, guys. All right. I told you this was going to be good. Taking a lot of notes here, I hope, because this one is going to really help you push and propel forward if you can deal with your fears, if you can truly overcome your fears. Okay. So that's number one. All right. Number two, number two, expose your fear, expose your fears. Okay. And again, see how we're confronting we're being aggressive. We're going to call it out. We're analyzing it. And then guess what? We're going to expose some things. We're going to expose your fears. Okay. So my daughter, and I think I've shared this once before, but my daughter is a huge Harry Potter fan. Like all the books, she's watched all the movies. She could probably watch the movies over and over and over again. I'm guilty. I've watched them with her. She has a wand, all the things. Like she's a huge, what do they call Potter heads? She's a huge Potter head, Potter head. Okay. And she loves Harry Potter. So I'm not sure if you are a Harry Potter fan or you've got kids or nieces and nephews or friends um, that are Harry Potter friends or Harry Potter uh, uh, fans, but let me tell you a little bit about it. So there's this one um, Harry Potter movie. It's called Prisoner of Azkaban. And in this movie, there is uh, one of the professors is teaching this course. And in this course, they're standing um, in front of this big chest and there's a bogget or bogger, I believe. Uh, you Harry Potter fans, don't beat me up over this, okay? But it's in this closet. And the, the professor essentially has the students think about and imagine their worst fears, Okay. Think about and imagine their worst fears. So in particular, um, Ron is fearful of spiders. And so he is standing there shivering, even thinking about the fact that he's going to imagine his worst fears. And then the spell, because guys, it's Harry Potter, the spell is ridiculous. And it turns the fear into no longer being scary, but actually being silly. And so Ron gets up there and the boggart's in this chest and it's moving around and shaking around. And he thinks about this, the spider, the professor opens the door, the spider comes out. It's huge, this 
humongous spider. He is freaking out and he whips his wand around and he says, ridiculous. And this multiple leg spider is on roller skates and starts, you know, flailing around and everyone starts laughing and it's funny, right? So the great thing about that is what if we could do that with our fears? What if we could expose our fears in such a way to where it actually became comical and then we were no longer fearful of it? There's actually a technique and it's it's not <laughs> it's not using a wand and waving it around and turning our fears into something funny but it is a way to where you can gradually get to a place where you're able to confront and address the fear in a gradual way okay and so this therapy technique um, is actually called exposure therapy. So in lieu of magic, let me tell you a little bit about exposure therapy. The idea is that you approach your fears gradually, a little bit by a little bit by a little bit, right? Step by step by step. So in this example, I was reading about exposure therapy and the research that they've done around it is fascinating. And let's stick with spiders, okay? Let's stick with spiders. If you hate spiders, I'm sorry. <laughs> but let's stick with spiders. And the first thing that you would do is you'd show a picture. So I'd show you a picture of a spider, right? That's the first step. That alone could send things all over you. But you make it, right? You make it through. Let's say the next day, you know, or next time that you're in the session, the second thing they do is they put you in a room with the spider. You're not near it can't get to you, but you're in the same space. So it's changing the environment. You're not just looking at it, but now you are at least with it. You guys trekking with me step by step. The third thing that they would do is then say, okay, we're going to have you touch the spider, but not with your hand quite yet. Let's touch it with like a feather or a stick, right? Because the spider hadn't hurt you. Spider's okay. You're right there. You're even closer even closer because the goal is that we want you to hold the spider to show you that there's nothing to be scared about right follow me here the next thing is is that you're gonna have on a glove so we're gonna move from the an object to touch the spider and we want you to touch it we want you to move forward but not fully by yourself we're gonna give you some gloves to protect you you with me all right the next thing would be bare hand touch the spider so you just touched it with the glove. Now you've touched it with your bare hand. And then the last thing is that you finally can open the palm of your bare hand and hold the spider with no fear. Because you just went through this exposing process to show yourself, to prove to yourself that everything is okay. You guys rocking with me on that? Okay, so if you take that and let's take that same idea, the same type of um, thought around exposure therapy and apply it to your career and in the workplace, okay? How can you apply this? One of the biggest challenges that I think professionals have, high achieving professionals even that you, know, you have, is that it's the challenge of visibility, the challenge of effectively demonstrating value and self-advocacy and speaking up for yourself, right? And so one of the first things you can do if we're thinking about this exposure therapy is start with asking for a meeting with your manager. Open up the door of conversation, right? Maybe a weekly or a bi-weekly meeting. And in that meeting, talk about, your, you know, maybe your 
accomplishments. Some of the things you've recently accomplished. How can you uh, contribute more? What are things that your supervisor, manager, or boss, what have you, what are things that they need? What are things that maybe the company needs? Just starting a conversation, right? Maybe the second step is that you take these meetings a step forward and you start to share ideas. So now it's just not about the things that you've done well and you've accomplished and, you know, seeing where the company has some uh, need or the manager has some need, but now you're actually going to start to share your ideas. Not publicly though. Oh no, right? (laughs) We're not there yet. But it's working your way up to my ideas, this value that you have inside of you, this unique value that you bring to the table. You're going to at least say it to your manager. And then you're going to take another step forward and let's start making that thing public. And you're going to take your ideas to the next level and you're going to bring them up in meetings. You're going to start sharing them with colleagues, sharing them and maybe even volunteering to lead areas within your organization or team that are based on one of your ideas. You see how you can gradually do that? And again, your fear of visibility, your fear of demonstrating value, you started with you're telling, you know, to your manager, and actually I'll take a step back. If even calling that meeting with a manager is difficult, maybe the first step is just writing down the accomplishments for yourself. Maybe the second step is looking in a mirror and talking to yourself and reminding yourself that you are made for this, reminding yourself that you are great. You don't need anyone else's permission, reminding yourself of all the accomplishments that you have made and tell yourself, And then you could take the next step to schedule that meeting with your manager and tell them. See how that gradual process of exposure, that's a great way to confront your fears. Okay, I know this is a lot. This is dense this week. I tried to warn you, my little achievers. I tried to warn you. Um, We're going to take a quick break and come back and we're going to dig into the last three strategies. These first two are heavy. The last three, they're not weak either, but I want to take us a a little quick break and then we'll come back and we'll continue to talk about the strategies that you can use to truly overcome fear in your career. We'll be right back, guys. All right, guys, we're back. We're back and we're talking about uh, five strategies that you can use to help you overcome fear. Um, I figured this is one of those episodes that you may have to go back and listen to a couple of times. Just the thought of addressing fear can sometimes invoke fear. But I'm, I'm here to tell you that the moment you're ready to confront your fears is the moment you're ready to stand up and say, you're truly ready to get to the next level in whatever it is you're doing. And whatever it is you're doing, no matter where you are in life, where you are in your career, when you're ready to truly confront fear, it's a game changer. It's a process and you got to trust the process. But when you can really be courageous and brave and confront fear, you'll start to see that the fear will start to dissipate away because you were made to get to the next level. You were made to see the success that you desire. You were made to achieve whatever it is that you can conceive and believe that you're able to do. And so I say that for words of empowerment, encouragement, because I know how difficult it can be when you're fearful. 
I'll never forget when I had to make such a huge decision to resign from my, what I call my dream job, right? You hear me talk about it a lot. And I was so scared. I was so scared. I was so fearful. I, I, the emotion that came over me for a couple of days until I, you know, really made it real was, um, honestly, guys, just to be real transparent, like nauseating, just nauseating. But it was something that I knew that had to be done. And the cost, because fear is expensive, the cost of fear and, and, and letting the fear keep me in a place where I knew I needed to move forward was a cost that I wasn't willing to pay anymore. And so what is the areas in your personal life and what are the areas in your professional journey in your career where you're done and you're just not willing to pay the cost anymore because fear is expensive and where are areas that you know that you need to confront that emotion and that feeling of fear so that you can push forward and get to the other side of it where you belong so I, I hope that just gets you thinking and encourages you a bit. Um, I want to jump into these next strategies. Y'all ready? All right, let's do it. Let's do it. So number three, number three is that I want you to be realistic about transitions. Guys, change is inevitable. Change is happening. It's either going to happen with you or around you. Change is going to happen. But when you, I want you to think about how you can Think differently about transitions and think differently about change, right? Especially when things happen quickly. All right, so let me take you back to like childhood days. Um, or you know what? For some of you guys, it might be the same for you now as an adult. But think about when you jump in the swimming pool. So summertime and it's you know feeling good and you jump into the swimming pool. And right when you jump into the pool, it doesn't actually feel great at first. I don't know about you, but I can remember jumping into a pool. It's warm outside, but that water's been sitting in some shade and you jump in and it is burr cold, right? It's cold. It usually doesn't feel that good at first. But after a while, things start to feel good, real more comfortable. And then it's off to the pool games, right? It's off to racing and playing and, you know, having a ball and doing all the things you intended to do when you got to the pool. Did the pool have like a heater or something? I mean, I don't know. Some of you guys are fancy. You might have had a, a, a heated pool. But for those of us who didn't have a heated pool, for those of us who were going to the local park neighborhood, YMCA, what have you, I don't know that there was a heater. There wasn't a heater that started to make things okay. Your body did what? It adjusted. The pool is the same temperature that it was when you jumped in. But your body did what? It adjusted. So we have the ability we have the ability to adjust to change instead of fearing change, right? And think about it, again, back to this pool, it's like, oh, I don't want to get in. You know how many times like you tip your toe in the water or um, you try to put your hands in the water, like splash the water on you a little bit, so it's a little bit on your body. Okay, I guess I'm just talking to myself. But for those of you who want to keep it 100% real, every single time you jumped in the pool, it was not peachy keen. You had to get adjusted to the water. You had to get adjusted to the water. And once you got adjusted, everything was fine. That's how I want you to think about change. And that's how I want you to think about fear. Okay? That you can adjust to change instead of fearing the change. And it's time for you to make some changes along your professional journey. 
There are things in places where you are, especially if you're continuing to feel stuck in your career, to feel stuck in your professional journey. That's because you have not come to a place where you're tired of feeling stuck. Because when you're tired of it, then you're going to be more willing to make a change. You might be a little fearful, but I don't want you to fear. I want you to know that the change is going to be a little bit rough, but you're going to be able to do what? Adjust. Okay? Adjust. Change is definitely one of those things that can be to your advantage. I'm here to tell you. Um, If you don't let fear get in the way, change can be to your advantage. And the transitions that can happen in your professional journey and in your career can be to your advantage advantage, right? So what about, you know, think about um, transitions that occur, changes that occur that may require you to take on a new task that you were unexpectedly, you know, given, or perhaps you have a new manager or a new supervisor. Fear would say to you, "Woo, step back, hide, don't take on that new task, right? Run, 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 right? Right? Run away. But the opposite side of that is being realistic and saying, you know what? I know change is coming. I know transitions can happen. Let me go ahead and kick fear in the face and show up. Let me kick fear in the face and show up. Let me, instead of running away from that new task, you know, if you're asked to take on a new task, um, you're asked to do some additional, additional help, don't let that fear creep in. I want you to slam the door. I want you to accept the task. And then I want you to work through what do you need in order to get the task done? What do you need to get the task done? If I'm asked to do something new, guys, I take it as an honor and a privilege to do something new. Now, I'm not talking about companies or or teams or, or supervisors piling things on you and you not being able to manage that and getting to a place of burnout. Let's be clear. I'm talking about when opportunities present themselves. And so when you are presented with an opportunity to contribute more, to demonstrate your value, to showcase your skills, it's time to show up and show out, not to let fear creep in and take that potential opportunity away from you. You may say, well, Tariqa, I don't know how to do that. Guys, you know how many things I have been asked to do that I had not a clue how to get them done, but you take them on and you evaluate them and you say, okay, what of this do I know how to do? And then guess what? We have the wide world web. You do a little search, you Google, see what types of things come up in the literature, what comes up in the industry. There's tons of ideas and templates. You look to your network. Remember, we've talked about having an ecosystem of support. You might have to connect with a a colleague, a friend, a family member that you have from a professional perspective in your network, have a conversation with them. But just because something is new does not mean that you turn away from it. You don't turn around and run. When you are presented with something new and there's an opportunity there, you embrace it and you do all the things to help you get to a place of completion, of submission. Is it going to be 100% right the very, very first time? It might not be, but what you have shown is initiative. What you have shown is that you're willing to demonstrate how you can be of greater value to your company, to your supervisor, to your team, et cetera. You guys rocking with me on that? What if it's a new manager? guess what? New managers come in, new team members come in. You should be the first as a high achieving professional to be like, let me get on their calendar. Let me schedule a meeting with them. Let's do something introductory. You know, learn a little bit about them. Where are they from? What are, what are their goals for coming into, you know, this team or this organization? What are their expectations of you? How can you help them? 
See how you take that fear of someone coming in new? Oh, I don't know what they're going to think. I don't know what they're going to expect of me. Well, let's go find out, right? Again, confront fear. Confront fear, not run away. All right. So that's that's a big piece of number three, that we have got to be realistic about transitions. They're going to come. Transitions are coming. Changes are coming. So let's think proactively about how we deal with them. All right. Let's go to number four. Number four is a big one because it deals with confidence. It deals with self-confidence, which is incredibly difficult sometimes because we beat ourselves up and, and we forget that we are good enough. So number four is I want you to convince yourself that you're good enough. Before you think you can go out and self-advocate for yourself and convince others of, of your value, you have to convince yourself that you're good enough. The more confident you are in your abilities, in your skill sets, the less likely you are to experience fear or to have this fear of failure. The more confident you are in your abilities and your skill sets, the least likely you are going to experience fear or have this fear of failure. Guys, here's the thing. If you know that you're not strong in a particular area, if you continue to have the same challenges with the same task month over month, year over year, then it's time for you to enhance your skills. It's time for you to take that part of it seriously because this could be self-inflicted fear. You have to convince yourself that you're good enough. And then a part of that is knowing where you're weak so that you can do some things to boost that up to where, okay, now I know that I know that I know that I'm strong in this area. I am good enough. I can do this job. Half of issues around convincing yourself that you're good enough and confidence is mindset. The other half is skill when it comes to your professional journey, when it comes to your career. From a mindset perspective, this is where I want you affirming who you are, affirming and speaking where you want to be, who you want to be, who is that future self. This is that positive self-talk, right? Guys, get up in the morning, look in the mirror and affirm that I deserve to be here. I deserve success. I can achieve greatness. Like speak those things to yourself. I can get this career um, to a next level. I can get this promotion. I will, I will get this new position. Start speaking those things. And when you can say those affirmations, like I said, that's 50% of it because the other 50% is ensuring that what you're affirming, you can back it up in skills. So I want you to match your skills and capabilities up to where you want to be and where you want to go. The very thing that you're affirming, make sure that you're bringing along the skills and capabilities behind it to back it up. Okay? So if you're looking for a raise, if you're looking for a promotion, if you're looking to change jobs, let me tell you something. You have got to convince yourself that you are good enough before you start down that path. And this is where fear creeps in and it really, you know, beats us up and prevents us from excelling in these areas. It prevents us from getting the promotion. It prevents you from getting the raise. It prevents you from leaving behind a toxic environment and moving into a better um, career and job opportunity for you. You have to have confidence, but the confidence has to be on both sides. You have to mentally be in a place where you believe in yourself, but you also have to have the skills and the capabilities to back up that belief, okay? So I want you, you know, if you're looking for the race, if you're looking for the promotion, um, you're looking for that new job, I want you to first, again, affirm it, right? Be confident, be confident. Then I want you to look at the requirements. I want you to make a list. 
I hope you're writing this down, guys. Okay, I want you to make a list of your skills and your capabilities and how they align with this new task, this new job, this promotion, um, new job description, whatever it may be, where your skills and capabilities align. Because we already know that we are great. We are amazing. We are good enough. We are a boss. Like um, one of my favorite podcasters and authors, um, I've talked about uh, Lovey before. You know, Lovey says, you got to embrace your dopeness. Like know that you are dope. I just have a real moment there. Like you have to embrace it. And that's not coming from a place of conceit. That doesn't mean you're conceited. That doesn't mean that you're egotistical, that you're you're prideful. It just means you're confident in yourself. And you're like, you know what? I am pr- I'm pretty dope. I am pretty dope. I have been able to accomplish A, B, C, D, and then some. I can, I, I deserve this promotion. I deserve this raise. I can go get that job. I, I should be in the in the top three for the interview. And then I should be able to go in there and kill it and be number one. But you can only speak so boldly and affirm those things when you have the confidence in your skill sets and your capabilities to back up what you are affirming. You guys rocking with me on that? All right, let's go to the last one. The last one, the last one, number five. I know y'all are like, whoo. Tarika, today is heavy. I know, guys. I know. Today is heavy. But this this, this month, this season is just a season of change. And I don't want the fear that we sometimes feel to block the success that you deserve. So I, I'm super passionate about this. And we're, we're going we're gonna to go hard and heavy for a few episodes because I want to be sure that you are confident and that you are kicking fear in the face, okay? So number five, number five is recognizing as this change, right? Recognizing fear as an inevitable part of growth. I want you to recognize that. Recognize that this this fear, this fear of change even, is an inevitable part of growth. Everyone has been scared or has experienced fear at some times. You might be listening to this episode right now and just the thought of addressing some of these areas in your career is just bringing a a feeling of fear. I want you to stop, take a deep breath, let it out. And I want you to recognize that this is a part of growth. This is a part of growth. Things are gonna feel a little bit scary. We've all been there. We could be there right now. But I need you to know that Everything we want is on the other side of fear. Everything that you want in your career is on the other side of fear. Everything that you want in your professional journey is on the other side of fear. Everything you want in life is on the other side of fear. You have to recognize that it's a part of growth, but don't let it stunt your growth, okay? We've all had these experiences. When you, um, look at fear in this way, it allows you to face your fears as a challenge that has growth potential instead of a challenge that is a barrier. When you know that this is inevitable and that, you know what, I know I might be a little scared. This is just just a part of growing up, right? This is just a part of getting to that next level. But when you can equate fear and the challenge that that's a, a sign of growth, and, and potential instead of a barrier, it's going to shift how you approach your journey. It's going to shift how you approach your career. It's going to shift how you approach life. Fear is a sign, guys. It's a sign that there is something better that awaits you. Okay? Fear can be a sign that there's something 
better that awaits you. Now, again, if we go back to the very beginning of this episode, we talked about that there are some fears that we have that, you know, some researchers say that it's just, it's a part of a protective factor, right? Fear of loud noises, fear of falling. But there are other fears that consume us that we've learned. And we learn from some experience, our own experience, things that we've seen others go through. That's where this emotion of fear can come from. And it's a sign. And you got to dissect that and understand what is fear really trying to tell you? What is this emotion really trying to tell you? Here's the thing. As high achieving professionals, we all want to feel that we can advance. We all want to feel that we can move forward. We all want to feel that we can do great things in our companies, in our organizations and be rewarded for it right? Whether that reward is in recognition, that reward is in a promotion, it's in a raise, whatever it may be. But you have to see that reward on this other side of fear. And what are you going to do to get there? What are you going to do to get to the other side? Okay, you got to think about that. It's inevitable. It's a part of growth. But what are you going to do to grow through it and get to the other side? Okay, I want you to honestly and this may, this may sound a, a, a bit crazy, but think about it. As much as we talked about fear having two meanings, right? You know, one where it's like, we got to pick up, run, go the other direction. Um, we don't want to deal with this thing, right? Anymore, forget everything and run. Remember the one that I want you to focus on, which is face everything and rise, right? Face everything and rise. I want you to know that you have the complete power, the complete control to drive and influence your advancement if you really want it, okay? If you really want to, you can rise. You have complete power to drive and influence your advancement. And if you're driving and you're pushing forward to that reward, right? To what awaits us on the other side of fears, it's gonna help you alleviate your fears. It's going to help you alleviate your fears. It's only with kind of this direct contact with fear that we can begin to free ourselves of fear. I'm, I'm gonna tell you that again. I want you to write that down. It's with the direct contact with fear that we're really able to free ourselves of fear. So remember, we started off aggressive. We started off super aggressive. And we said, you know, number one, we gotta analyze fear, right? We gotta call it out for what it is. Shine the light on the why right? We are, we are coming in contact with fear. The next thing is we got to expose fear for what, what it really is. But you know, we want to do it gradually. We want to do it gradually. We recognize the process. We want to do it gradually to expose fear. But then we talked about being realistic, like getting ourselves to understand that thinking that you're never going to be fearful and never going to be scared is unrealistic, right? Transition and change sometimes can invoke fear. It's realistic. And then we talked about convincing yourself that you're good enough so that you can continue to push through those fears and know that you're affirming yourself and you've got the right mindset, but you also have the right skills and capabilities. You bring all that together, guys. When you bring all that together, okay, That is where you can put yourself in a position that you're coming in contact with fear because you are actively pushing towards kicking fear in the face. You're confronting it. You're exposing it. You guys see that? You must confront fear in order to overcome it. You cannot pick up and run the other direction. You have to face it 
like look it right in the face. Literally, stand up and confront it so that you can rise. It takes confidence. It takes self-awareness and like where you really are and what's really causing the fear. It takes consistency, right? You got to work towards this and it takes a willingness to change. But if you are willing to do those things, you're willing to change, you're willing to be consistent, you're willing to work on your self-confidence, you're really to work, willing to work on your self-awareness, you can confront your fears. And guys, when we're able to confront our fears, we're truly going to position ourselves to be in a place where we can advance in our careers. All right. I know that wore y'all out. That wore me out. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to close this thing out. I'll be right back. All right, guys. Wow. I know that fear is a crazy thing. Fear is a crazy thing. And I really, really hope that this episode has you thinking about how you can truly confront your fears, how you can truly overcome fears um, in your career, in your personal and professional life, wherever you may be. I want you to be in a position to where you are confronting your fear so that you can truly overcome fears throughout your career, overcome them throughout your career. Um, Another uh, quote that I'll share from Lovey um, is that, you know, fear has a very concrete power of keeping us from doing and saying the things that are our purpose. Guys, you were made for success. You were born for success. You should have the desires of your heart. Absolutely any and everything that you want to achieve within your career, you can do it. We can't let fear take that away from you. And that's what I want you to really understand. You know, one of the things, and I'll I'll share this with you, you know, as we're closing out, that it was so important for me to launch Course Discovery. And and and, and just so you know, this, this is not a pitch. This is real life. Like it was so important for me to launch Course Discovery because I've been there. I've been in states of feeling stuck. I've been in states of feeling fearful. And I want to help high achieving professionals really understand that there is something unique and special about you that the world deserves to see, that they deserve to hear from you, that only you can do you the way You do you. There's nobody like you. You're so unique. And the fact that you can power, you can take that powerful, unique uh, value and you can pair that with having the right mindset and then designing a strategy that's really going to get you to the next level. That was so powerful for me. I lived it. And I'm now in a position to where I'm happy. I'm fulfilled. I'm making more than what I ever thought I would be in this place in my career. And I want to share that with you. So if you're interested at all in getting to the next level in your career, if you are tired of being fearful, you're tired of, you know, being fearful about investing in yourself, you're tired of feeling uh, stuck in your career, but don't really know how to get to the next level, but don't know if you should invest in support and help. Let's talk. Let's talk. I'd love to have a discovery call with you. Um, You can go right to the website, yourpdna.com, or you could visit the course discovery site, yourcoursediscovery.com. And let's connect. I'd love to talk to you about course discovery. I'd love to talk with you about where you are, where you want to be, and how we can work together 
um, to get you there. Guys, this has been another episode of the Professional DNA Podcast with Tarika Wheeler, your career mindset strategist. You guys know how I feel about you, my achievers. You can do anything that you want to. You can because you have everything inside of you to be your best unique self. And what is that? That's your professional DNA. Have a great week, you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.